Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. It is always my greatest joy to just dive into the scriptures with you and to look at the Bible and see what God has for us today. I hope these devotionals are a blessing for you as well. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, feel free to go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. And there you can find all the information you need to know about us, our service times, our address, how to locate us. Uh, You can also find ways that you can give to the ministries of Flat Creek. Uh, And one of those ministries being this radio and podcast ministry. Uh, This way we can keep this going well into the future and continue reaching people for the Lord Jesus Christ. Anything you give goes directly to this ministry and goes to advancing the gospel. So we would appreciate any gift. Today we want to continue in Mark chapter number nine. And today we're going to see a very amazing story. Once again, Jesus power over a demon. And this demon here was one that was very, very peculiar and very unique. Listen what the Bible says. When they came to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and scribes disputing with them. All of a sudden, when the whole crowd saw him, they were amazed and ran to greet him. Remember, Jesus is coming down now from the Mount of Transfiguration. And everyone is waiting on Jesus. Everyone is looking for him, clamoring for him. And Jesus and his three disciples, they come down from the mountain. And when they get to the bottom of the mountain, Jesus asked them, what are you arguing about? So he can see the tension in the crowd. And out of the crowd, one man answered, Teacher, I brought my son to you. He has a spirit that makes him unable to speak. Wherever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth. He grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to drive it out, but they couldn't. Now listen, friend, this is a very important moment in the life of Jesus. So throughout Jewish history, The Jews are looking for Messiah. Well, in looking for Messiah, there were three signs or three three signs that they were looking for that must be fulfilled in order for an individual to perform these signs that would verify that this person was the Messiah. And here are the three signs. Number one, the Messiah must be able to cleanse a leper. Consequently, what's one of the first things Jesus does in the scriptures in the book of Mark? He cleanses a leper. And when he cleanses the leper, what does he do? He doesn't say like he does at other times not to tell anyone. Instead, he tells the leper to go and announce it to the priest. Why would Jesus do this? Well, friends, if you journey across the Old Testament, the Old Testament is very, uh, is very unique in the law telling what a person should do if they've been cleansed of a skin disease. Well, only two people in the Old Testament are cleansed of a skin disease. One would be Miriam. This is Moses' sister. She was stricken with a skin disease, and then God took it away from her immediately. And then we know Naaman, who was told to go down and dip in the Jordan seven times. 
Well, Naaman wasn't an Israelite, wasn't a Jew. Miriam was cleansed immediately and was cleansed by the very hand of God. So throughout Jewish history, those are the only two that had ever been healed. The law says if someone is healed of leprosy, in order for them to be re uh, re, uh, re uh, grafted back into the Jewish community that they must go to the priest and present themselves at the temple. Well, they're looking for Messiah the Lord. They're looking for one who can cleanse from leprosy. No one's ever been cleansed from leprosy before. No one's ever presented themselves in the temple before as healed of leprosy. It's never happened. And yet all of a sudden, this man barrels through the door and he says, I've been cleansed of leprosy. How's that possible? Well, a man named Jesus. You see, Jesus in healing the leper first was putting the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the religious elect, and the entire nation of Israel on notice. The Messiah is here. Well, there was a second sign they were looking for. And the second sign they were looking for was the opening of the eyes of the blind. Now, friends, uh, the opening of the eyes of the blind is something only the creator can do. Because the creator is the one who created the eye. And if the creator is the one who created the eye, he's also the only one that can open blinded eyes. Well, we just saw last week where Jesus healed a man that was blind. When Jesus healed a man that had been, uh, that had been blinded later in life. But then we also see this across the scriptures. Bartimaeus, we also see the man in John chapter number 9. So there are different times when Jesus actually healed blind people. Once again, a very distinct sign of the Messiah. Well, the third, the third sign they were looking for was one that could cast out demons, but not just any demon. The third sign they were looking for was for the Messiah to be able to cast out a demon that would render a person mute. You see, friends, to Jews, a demon that could render a person mute is the most powerful of all demons. There's no other demon like unto this one. And so if a man can come and cast this type of demon out, this individual surely would be the Messiah. You see, because the belief was to cast a demon out, you must know the demon's name. Well, you can't know the demon's name if the individual is mute and the demon won't give a name. So think of Jesus now. He's cleansed the leper sign number one, he has healed the blind, messianic sign number two, and now he is standing before a young boy who has got a demon in him that makes him mute. And this demon is extremely heinous. His daddy says, I brought him to you. He's unable to speak. Whenever this demon seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth. He grinds his teeth. He becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to drive him out, but they couldn't. And Jesus looks at his disciples and looks at all those around and he rebukes them. You unbelieving generation. How long will I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. And then Jesus, when he saw him, he, when, the, when, when they brought the boy to Jesus, when the spirit saw him, it immediately began to convulse in the boy. He fell to the ground, rolled around, foamed at the mouth. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked from childhood, he said, and many times it's thrown him into the fire to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Think of how heinous this demon was that it would even throw this boy in the fires to try to kill him. 
If you have anything, Jesus, that you can do, just have compassion. Oh, how many times have we cried that out? Lord, if you have anything that you can give me, just show me a little compassion. And Jesus said, if you can, everything is possible to the one who believes. And immediately the boy's father cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. So, so Lord, I, I believe. I come before you. I, I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe. But, but even then, there's an inkling of doubt. So if you could just help the unbelief. And Jesus saw that the crowd was rapidly coming together and he rebuked the unclean spirit. You mute and deaf spirit, I command you to come out of him and never enter this boy again. And it came out shrieking and convulsing violently. And the boy became like a corpse so that many said he's dead. But Jesus taking him, raised him up and he stood up and he went into his house His disciples said, why couldn't we drive it out? And Jesus said, this kind comes out by nothing but prayer and fasting. An extremely violent demon. Jesus shows he has power over demons and fulfills that last messianic sign. Everyone's on notice now. The Messiah has come. The Messiah is here. He's walking the streets of Israel. And what you're going to find tomorrow is how this infuriates the religious leaders to the point where now they're wanting to kill him even more so. What's your response to Jesus? You know who he is. You know he's the Messiah. Do you give your heart to him? Or do you turn around and rebuke him like so many others? That's the question before you this afternoon, friends. May God bless you as the day goes on. I'll see you tomorrow on New Horizons.